Have you ever delivered training and then you just felt like no one bought in? There was no behavior change. Folks just kept doing what they've always been doing. Hello, my name is Michelle Stidwell, and I'm a consultant with the Bob Pike Group. And this is a common challenge that I used to have quite a bit, where it didn't really feel like people were really bought in to what the key change was we wanted in terms of behavior change. And so what I've learned through years of being associated with the Bob Pike Group is that when we're designing training and delivering training, we really have to think about three key areas. And that's what we want our learners to know, feel, and do. And what I realized was I was really spending too much time on what is the knowledge I need to have my learners know, transferred, that they can do a better job? Or what do I have to have them do, which has to do with skills? What skills do they have to do? But the one area I was missing was what do I have to have learners feel? And that's what we are we call the effective domain. And what I find when I'm trying to get at that effective domain, and that effective domain has to do with the heart, our attitudes, how we feel about what we're being asked to do back on the job. If we don't leave time for that, then a lot of times there is no change because our learners haven't bought in. So there's one quick model that I'd like to share with you today that really works I believe very well to get at that effective domain or that heart. So I like to share with you the EAT model. An EAT model is exactly as it sounds, E-A-T. We invite our learners to eat their way through the content. And so when we're having our learners eat our way through the content. The E stands for the experiences. We're going to have our learners experience in the classroom. That's going to be an anchor for the knowledge that we're transferring. And when they have those experiences, then they are aware. That's your A. So we have experiences, and once we have those experiences, then we're aware of what we have to do. And the T stands for theory. After our learners have had a fun, interesting experience, then they're aware of the key messages or what they have to do, then we give them the theory or the why. And they're more bought in is what we find. So there are steps to designing the EAT model. And so for any chunk of content that you're doing, I would invite you, if you need to deal with attitudinal changes, use the steps to designing EAT. And the first step, step one is, how do you determine the message you want participants to receive? So is there a trust issue with why they your learners won't use a particular tool or system in your company? Is there a trust issue? Then we really need to get at the heart of what is the message we want them to receive in terms of we need you to trust the system. Then number two, once you've decided what is the key message, you want to decide what activity could you create that will most closely have participants either feel or experience 
what you want them to feel about that message. So how can you get them to think about trust in a new way? And for me, what I try to do is even get them to think about what they do outside of the job, in real world, in real life, and then have them related back to on the job. So if you can think about the first time you rode a bicycle, well, yeah, it might have been a little tough. You might have fallen off, but you got back on and it became easier. And then they related to something we're having them do for the first time back on the job. It may be rough at first, but you'll get used to it. Folks can make those connections and then they're aware of what we're asking them to do. So number three, and that's exactly what you heard me do a little of. Number three is how will you debrief the activity? How will you help your learners connect the dots? Make sense. Get to why was that experience necessary? And so we also say at the Bob Pike Group, the brain that's doing the talking is doing the learning. So how do you have your learners reflect on, discuss, what was that activity and what did it mean? And then they will have self-discovery, which is a great way to deal with that effective domain. And then the last step of this four-step process is for you as the trainer to write down what are the facilitator notes for delivering? So what is the activity or the experience? What's the debrief or the awareness part of it? And then last but not least, what is the content or message that backs up that experience, the theory that you want them to do? So this is a great model for getting at not just what we want our learners to know, not just what we want our learners to do, but how we want our learners to feel. And that is using the Bob Pike Group's EAT model. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Michelle Stidwell with the Bob Pike Group, and this was another creative training techniques tip for you.